श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जय हरिनाम प्रभु की जय श्री भलदेव पूर्णि महामहोत्सव की जय श्री बलराम जी की जय गौर भक्त वृंद की जय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरिबो सो वेलकम एवरीवन एंड स्पीक अ लिटिल बिट टुनाइट अबाउट Baldev in preparation and that will be followed by Artik and Prashad in preparation for tomorrow the actual Purnim it is Baldev Purnim Gopurnim and Rakhi Purnim all together tomorrow so in the morning after Mongol Artik at 10 o'clock then we'll assemble again and further discuss the significance of balram's appearance followed by artik and prashad and before the talk there'll be abhishek and the kirtan procession and and so on so we're in the right place the right time we're all in good company balram is uh, often affectionately referred to as dauji Dauji means older brother. So Balaram is the older brother of Krishna who is Ramanuja. Ram Anuja. Ja means born, Anu means to follow. And Ram means in his name Balaram. So whose birth follows after Balaram? That is Krishna. 9 days after So in nine days from today, then we'll celebrate Krishna Janmashtami. Very appropriately, Balaram has come before Krishna. So one may wonder. It is clear from the scriptures that Krishna is the supreme Brahman, so he does not need any protection. But as Dauji, the older brother of Krishna, he has the sentiment of protecting Krishna. and that sentiment is shared very much by Yashoda Mai in particular who's always concerned about the well-being of her son Krishna although Balaram is like a son to her also raised by her she has so much affection for him even more affection than Rohini his actual mother she is the queen of um, Vatsalyaras Rajeshwari Jashoda Vatsalya Rasa reaches its fullness perfection in her person just full of flowing with parental love for for Ram and Krishna you know in the perfection of bhakti in the world of Krishna Leela then all the movement there is one type of ecstasy or another anubhav sanchari bhav satvika bhav with regard to the satvika bhavs it is mentioned that there are eight but there's an extra one in vatsalya rasa satvika bhavs means ecstatic transformations that are not uh, calculated or controllable as opposed to those where that are that maybe controllable or calculated one may calculate let me dance and raise his arms and kirtan but sadvika bhavs are uncontrollable like hair standing on end and shedding tears trembling swooning change of color all these things eight of them in particular are mentioned but there's a special one for vatsalya rasa that is milk flowing from the breasts Motherly love to the extreme. This is uh, Yashoda Mai crying like the Ganges and milk flowing from her breasts like the Jumuna. A uh, full current of of love of God. So in that sentiment, then she is always careful to warn and remind Balaram to protect Krishna. Again. he's the supreme brahman krishna he needs no protection 
or so it would seem. But be, because uh, of Leela, this sentiment is appropriate. Is Leela something that the Supreme Brahman, who needs no protection, is acting out? Not in the sense that he's aware of it. If Krishna were aware that he were acting, then he could not taste everything that took place there. He Lila Purushottam. So he's the supreme playful person. And this play is the real heart of of the absolute. This is not a play. It is the ultimate uh, expression of divinity. So this sentiment of Balaram, the sentiment of Jasoda that Balaram shares as elder brother. Elder brother in means like a guru. It's like Raki Purnim I mentioned tomorrow is coming. When the, when the, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long history to that, of course. We can discuss it at some greater length. But at the time when the sister ties a string around the wrist of the brother and there's a pact of kind of brotherly love for protection. So, uh, Balaram has a real sense of protecting Krishna. Elder brother in the family is like a guru in Indian society. So, Balaram has the sentiment, this is one of his sentiments, as guru of Krishna. And he is the Akandaguru Tattva, the uh, reservoir of 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 Guru Tattva. In one sense, he's the, the Adi Guru, the original Guru. In Bhagavatam, all the different sentiments of Balaram for Krishna are that he has are brought out. But with regard to the Guru sentiment, then it is mentioned there in fifteenth chapter of Bhagavatam, Denakasura Lila. Krishna is praising Balaram in so many ways. And he's Pada Samvahanadi Bihi. Playing and praising Krishna. Balaram, sometimes Balaram lies down, puts his head on the lap of another cowherd. And Pada Samvahanadi Bihi. Krishna is massaging his feet. And expressing his sentiment of being the servant of Balaram. So Balaram, one of the gurus of Krishna. Bandi Gurun. Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami says at the beginning of his Chaitanya Charitamrita, for my respects to my gurus, so many kinds of gurus. He has his uh, Diksha Guru, Sandipani Muni. He has his Rasa Guru, Shimali Radhika, who teaches him how to dance. And Balaram also as his guru. So this sentiment is very appropriate within the Leela. Balram means Bal means strength and Ram means to take pleasure. So who takes pleasure in exhibiting strength, power, spiritual strength? Ram is a name for Krishna also. Raman, who is the enjoyer. And so Bal gives, and Balram means like this also. That person who gives strength to Raman for his Leela to enjoy. You may wonder, wait a minute, Balaram is not involved in Krishna's uh, Leela as Raman with Radha, Radha Raman. We are told that if Radha and Raman are on the altar, if they are in the room, hmm, we cannot put Balaram on the altar. He will leave the room. Because in the presence of the elder brother, then Radha will feel a little inhibited. So these are the rules of rasa. Some kind of rules, but you see they are they are feelings. It's ruled by feeling. So Balaram will exit. So how can we say that Balaram is involved? In, in facilitating the love life of Raman, Krishna, 
Oh no, don't think that he's not. In every way, he's involved. Balaram is the personification of the deity presiding over the Sandini Shakti. Sandini Shakti is the essence of the Sattva, transcendental existence. Sandini means existence potency. So, that which takes place as a combination of Samvit and Ladini, the knowing potency and the bliss potency, within Sattva, on the plane of Sandini Shakti, that is bhakti, that is, that is real bhakti, that is Krishna Leela. Balaram expands the Dham, all the forms in the Leela. Even Krishna's form is a manifestation of the Sandini Shakti of Balaram. See how he's woven like, like how you say, like wool goes in two ways. Warp and weft. Balaram is described like this actually in, 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 in Bhagavatam. He's involved in everything, everywhere. We owe our existence to him. From Balaram expands the Dham and so many associates for serving Krishna. He presides because he has sentiment of Guru, means Vatsalya Bhakti. Because he has sentiment of a friend, Sakya Bhakti. Because he also has the sentiment of a Das, observant of Krishna. All three of these sentiments. He presides over all three of these sentiments and expands uh, personalities to participate in that Leela. From him expands then, personally, Mulsankarshan, expands associates in Dwarka and Mathura. From Mulsankarshan comes the second Chaturvyuha, Narayan and the second Chaturvyuha. Then from that Mul, uh, that, that, that Second Chaturvyuha, Sankarshan is expanding associates in uh, Baikuntha, then expands further as Karnadakshai Vishnu, Mahavishnu. And Mahavishnu is expanding so many souls for this world, Anityabhada, Badajiv. So, Balaram is in his, we, as I say, we owe our existence to him. He's the very basis of existence. So he's involved in this way, either directly by looking the other way or indirectly he's involved. We say, Hare Krishna Ram. These are three names in Krishna, Hare Krishna Mantra. Hare Krishna Ram. Many ways to understand. This is one way to understand. Ladini, Samvit, Sandini. Radha, presides over Ladini Shakti, Krishna over Samvit Shakti, the power to know. And Balaram, Ram, presides over the Sandini Shakti, Hare Krishna, Ram. This is Vrindavan. These three make up Vrindavan. Wherever there is Krishna, Radha and Balaram, that's where we want to be. So, no, don't think he's not involved. He's the very uh, dearmost of of Krishna, with regard to Vatsalya, Madhurya, excuse me, Vatsalya, uh, Sakya, Dasya, and in Madhurya he also expands indirectly as an Angamanjari, the sister of younger sister of Radharani, to assist in all the pastimes of conjugal love. So very important person to us, very important person to Krishna Leela. There's no Krishna Leela without Balaram. Out of his mercy, Krishna descends to this world to manifest his Leela, to play out his love life and to exhibit the wonderful uh, nature of his pastimes that we might be attracted, that we might learn something from them about how to uh, enter into them. They're full of knowledge. Of course, we cannot learn 
from the Leela of Krishna very much, although it's full of knowledge, without the help of Krishna himself in his Acharya Leela as Mahaprabhu teaching us what is that Leela about. He desired to make himself available in the context of pursuing his own love life on earth in human society where he thought it might be better facilitated. Humans are always falling in love. Love is, is, is best performed in ignorance. So, it does facilitate, human society does facilitate that, Leela, and so it, at the same time it, it, it somewhat inhibits his capacity to, to teach from the Leela what it's that which drawing from we can apply ourselves in relation to and enter there. So an encore appearance is necessary, of course, that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But perhaps the, uh, the best effort that Krishna made within the entirety of his Prakat Lila, Manifest Lila to teach was in Bhagavad Gita. This Bhagavad Gita is taught just about at the end of Krishna Lila, after about 125 years after leaving, apparently leaving the Braj, going to Mathura, killing Kangsa, fighting with Jarasandha so many times, moving to Dwarka, defeating so many demons. And in the end, he killed Dantavakra and his brother Bidurata at the same time. After killing these final demons, Krishna put down his weapons. So if Krishna put down his we- puts down his weapons, what does that mean? In Braj, Krishna doesn't have weapons. His weapon is his flute. That's a weapon, no doubt, very powerful. But it doesn't appear as overtly as, as a weapon. So when Krishna puts down his weapons, then we can understand he's moving in the direction of Braja. After putting down his weapons retiring his whole army. Huge army he had. He retired the whole army, gave them even to the opposition. He became the chariot driver of Arjuna. And then he spoke about Dharma. But as we've seen from studying the Gita, by following the the discourse of the Gita through the uh, revelation of our Gaudiya charges, Krishna's moving in that direction. Again, he's put his weapons down. It is the meaning of warrior, chatriya, without weapons. In Dwarka, at Kurukshetra, in Mathura, Krishna is a chatriya. He's a prince. He has weapons. He put them down on the battlefield. What kind of chatriya is that? He's moving away from that chatriya sentiment. He's the chariot driver of Arjuna. He's giving some teachings there. What kind of teachings? Very important teachings. These teachings are the outline. These teachings are the theory from which to understand something about the, the, the feeling of his life, what his life feels like. That is the theory of Bhagavad Gita. It is a Gita Upanishad, so it is a kind of Upanishadic. Upanishads have, don't have a lot of feeling in them. A lot of lofty thoughts, but not a lot of feeling. What did Mahaprabhu say? Dure Harikatamita. Hmm? About what? Shrotam api Upanishadam. Dure Harikatamrita. The sounds of the Shruti, of the Upanishads, that is Dure Harikatam. For Harik, the, Harikatamrita, the nectar of immortality, of harikata. These things are far away from that. It is a boring thing in comparison, and it is all about self-realization. Still, people put a lot of stress on this, these Upanishads, the Shuti, and they are important when understood uh, in in context. Hmm? So, Gita is coming like an Upanishad to say, uh, actually, the Upanishads 
don't talk about it with a lot of feeling, but this is what they're talking about, nonetheless, about Krishna, about Krishna Leela. When Bhagavad Gita, Krishna gave like the theory, and the, the practical expression of that theory is what? Srimad Bhagavatam. What is Srimad Bhagavatam? The sages of Naimisharanya, they gathered for a thousand years sacrifice. And who presided over that? Sutta Goswami. They asked Sutta Goswami a number of questions. One question they asked him, that now that Krishna is gone, he is the very personification of knowledge and religion. So how will Dharma be protected once he's left the world? Because he descended with Ram to protect the world, to establish Dharma. This is the purpose of their descent. So what the sages, what Sutta Goswami replied, Dharma, what is it? Sopagate, Krishna, Krishna Svadhamo Pagate, Dharma Gyanani Bisaha, Kolo Nasta Dishamesha, Puranar Kodunoditaha, Idam Bhagavatam Nama Puranam Brahmasamitam, Uttama Shloka Chaditam Chakara Bhagavan Nishi, Nishaya Shailokasya Danyam Sastyayanam, Mahat. All these things are coming in the third chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto. What is the subject of the third, can- th- third chapter? Sutta Goswami begins to explain to the sages about the avatars, which they had also asked about. So many avatars he mentions. And then he comes to this. Puranam Brahma Samitam. This Purana, Simad Bhagavatam, which will give light in Kali Yuga, this will protect Dharma. This Brahma Samitam. This is, a, this is actually the book incarnation of God. You've heard of the tortoise incarnation. You've heard of the fish incarnation. Hangsa, the swan. Braha, the boar. This is the book. And its name? What is its name? Bhagavad Purana? No. Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the name given by our Goswamis. Because it speaks about the very heart of Krishna, which is Sri, which is very beautiful, Srimad about his love for Radha. Srimad Bhagavatam is so important, so valuable. Gita is pointing in the direction of Srimad Bhagavatam. If we don't have Srimad Bhagavatam, what is the value of the Gita? Picture is worth a thousand words. Right? How many people will understand the story as opposed to those who will just understand the philosophical theory? You tell it in a story, so many people will understand. This is the standard of Srimad Bhagavatam. Gita, of course, comes in Mahabharata. Yes, which is meant for simple people. It's a story. But the wisdom in it is not so simple. And not much story there. One hour, hour and a half of heavy philosophy. Bhagavatam full of stories. And the story of Krishna. So charming. It is playing out what the Gita is teaching in theory in a thousand pictures. So many 17, 18,000 shlokas of poetry. Gita is not so poetic. Bhagavatam, that is a Rasa Shastra. Nigamakalpataro galitam palam shukumukadamrata drabasam bitam pibata bhagavatam rasa malayam hudaho rasikabhuvi bhavuka. Book of poetry. Very sweet, very charming. Easy to listen to. Very friendly. The wisdom of the Gita is told in the story of the life of Krishna. It's played out there. So, Srimad Bhagavatam is so important to us. Krishna was speaking Bhagavad Gita. He put down his weapons. He's moving on now in the direction of the Brajlila already. He's killed so many demons. Finished with that. A few more. Let Arjun finish them. But Balaram is not there. His constant companion assisting him in upholding the Dharma. But Balaram left. Why he left? He couldn't, he couldn't take sides. On one side was Duryodhana, who was his student. The other side was Arjun. So he could not take sides. He was disgusted with the fight, that there should be a fight in the first place. 
So he left. He told people, I want to go on pilgrimage. No one can object to that. So he went. But there was another meaning, another purpose for his leaving. He went south. He went to so many holy places. Krishna is speaking the Gita. Kurukshetra war is finishing off. Arjuna is very deftly dealing with the opposition. Krishna is having Arjuna kill off even his own army. You see, the real Krishna, the full Krishna, is not much about fighting. Not much about killing anyone. Not much about killing demons. You have to get rid of the demons to, in you to know him. If you can get rid of the demons in you, then you can know him. He's not much about that. He's killing his own... Arjuna killed my own army, a whole army. Put him on the other side, slay them all. Krishna's moving in that direction, Balaram is going to South India. What will he do in South India? Well, traveling, so many holy places he went. Amongst them he came to Naimisharanya. Naimisha. Naimi. Naimisharanya. It has a meaning given in Bayupurana. There it is mentioned. That the sa some sages, they wanted a sacred place where they could gather to do sacred things on earth without disturbance. They approached Brahma. Brahma gave them the blessing. Yes, he said, from my mind, I will manifest a chakra. And I will throw that chakra and where it lands in the rim, nimi, nimi means, that, that rim will hit that place you can go. So the rim landed in this forest and it bent there. The rim was bent. That place is Naimasharanya, the place of the bent, the forest, Aranya, of the bent rim, of the chakra, appearing from the mind of Brahma. Hmm? Very interesting. Hmm? In another place, perhaps Braha Purana, there's another story. There the name is given a little differently. Rather than with a cerebral S, with a palatal S, Naimi, Naimi Sharanya, Naimi Sharanya. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and then, and, and he, that, that means Nimesh, means to blink. The forest of the blink. The blinking forest. These are the names of Daimisharanya. They have significance. Balaram came to that place. And what he did there has significance also. Let's speak about what he did first. When he arrived, Rumaharshan Sutta was seated on the throne. He was, Rumaharshan Sutta means he was of a mixed caste. His father was a Chetri, his mother was a Brahmana, Brahmani. And he was speaking on the Puranas. Now, for a person of mixed caste, to speak on the Puranas is appropriate because the Puranas are said to be meant for more common people as opposed to the Vedas and Upanishads which have a different type of Sanskrit, more difficult, and the topics there are overtly more lofty, whereas the Puranas are full of stories and so forth. So, for the common people, it doesn't require as, uh, as uh, educated of a person, as, from as, as sophisticated of a of a. Of a family lineage and so forth, and of course these things were very important in those times. But it's interesting to note that while Ramaharshan Sutta was of a lower social status and speaking on the Puranas, who were assembled there were very qualified Brahmins and sages. They didn't think, oh, the Puranas are for less intelligent people only, I won't need to go. No, they were going, they were listening. They were honoring those Puranas. They didn't say, oh, we only care for the Shruti, for the Upanishads. If it's not found there, we, we, we are not interested in that. No, they were going. They were listening. People of great integrity. Ramaharshan, they, 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 gave him, they gave him the blessing, in fact. They empowered him, in a way. They gave him the blessing. 
You can preside over the sacrifices here and the recital of the, of the, of the Puranas for a thousand years. He was a very good speaker. He was a disciple of Vyas. So they gave some credit to this. All right. He, does, uh, some, he doesn't come from high lineage, maybe as us, but he's a direct disciple of Vyas Muni, who is the editor of all the Veda. And he himself is like an incarnation of God, Vyas. This is his direct disciple. So we give him regard. Hmm? We honor him. We give him a blessing. So he was very qualified in some ways. Very learned, good speaker, charismatic. But when Balaram came, what happened? All the sages stood up. They knew who was Balaram. The brother of Krishna. The two came together to establish Dharma. He is God himself. The very topic that we're discussing here has come before us in person. Everyone stood up and offered praise, except for one, Roma Harshan. Roma Harshan Sutta means Sutta means mixed caste, not student, not son in this case. Roma Harshan means hair standing on end. Well, what happened was <laughs> his hair certainly stood on end when Balaram approached him, displeased. Balaram thought, everyone here is standing up to respect me, except for this person. And they are superior to him in so many ways, and they are showing him respect. Just see what is their, their, their character. By showing respect to others, then we bring honor to ourselves. They are all showing respect to him, and they are showing appropriate respect to me, but he is not showing any respect to me. How then is he qualified to speak on these topics? Balaram said, I have come to this world for the purpose of dealing with hypocrites like you. That's what he told him. He called him a Dharma Dhaja, Dharma Dhajina. Dharma Dwaja, Dwaja means flag. It means, who waves, in this context, it means who waves the flag of religion. <laughs> He's just waving the flag of religion. I've got religion, it's over here. Anybody interested in that? Put a flag up. Open the temple, put a flag up there. There's no Hanuman temple in this area. Hmm. A lot of people like Hanuman. Let's open a temple. We'll raise a flag with Hanuman's picture on that. So many people will come. And this way I'll make a living. It goes on all over the world like this. This flag, that flag. This temple, that temple. They think, oh, they don't have the Shiva here. Let's have a Shiva temple. Some people may be interested. We'll open a temple. People will come. This is not uh, Krishna consciousness. In Bhagavatam it is mentioned, what? Nabhyakyam Upayunjita. Seventh canto. Sannyasi should not... Uh, speak on Bhagavatam and these topics to make a living. No. You know the famous diorama of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur? He had a diorama of two people. One, uh, excuse me, one man in white dress speaking the Bhagavatam. Behind him was a veil, a thin veil. And behind the veil you could see his family eating. He made a diorama like this. The import of which was, man is speaking, and he's speaking the Bhagavatam. He's speaking the Bhagavatam just to support his family. That's all. No. Not with that in mind. Not with that as one's primary purpose. This is not... This is, this is Dharma Dhaja. Just, just waving the flag of religion. We can wave a flag. That's another thing. Sri Dharmaraj made a flag, made a, made, a, made a verse. And the flag of Chi Chaitanya Saraswat Math is flying all over the world. Hmm? Something like that. Nice Sanskrit verse written on the flag. Hoisted it up. When some of the devotees came though, what is this? He's got this, he's in the beginning, he got this verse about the flag of the Chaitanya Saraswat Math flying all over the world. We don't even have enough rice to eat here, practically, every year. Govinda Maharaj used to say, sometimes I thought I would have to leave. We didn't even have enough rice. But I would go and ask all the trees for permission, and no tree would give me permission to leave, so I stayed. 
But we've come to see that flag is flown off, flying all over the world. He had a vision. But he didn't open a temple to get followers, to make a living. No. He opened the temple by the force of the, of the logic of Nityananda Prabhu. You want my mercy to live in the Dham, but you don't give your mercy to anybody. Then? So he thought, oh, I have to make a... Nityananda Prabhu wants me to make a compromise. He says I can live in the Dham, but I have to give some mercy to other people. So I don't have to go chase after people. It means he was prepared to live. And Saranagata, Guptitve Varanam Tata. This is the essence, the, 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 uh, the uh, Swaruplakshan of Saranagati. Krishna will maintain me. Guptitve Varanam Tata. Other five characteristics of Sharanagati are uh, Tatasta Lakshan, the Sarup Lakshan, the, margin, the, the principal characteristic is this Krishna will maintain me. Full Sharanagati, he was prepared to go live in the jungle in Bengal. Krishna will maintain me. And he did. And he had a vision Krishna will maintain me. So he knew there'll be a temple here. Might as well write this verse. And this flag will go all over the world. That is the real Dharma Dvaja, the real flag of Dharma. This is real Dharma. Sarva Dharman, Puritya Mamikam, Sharanam Braja. This is Sharanagati. This is Shraddha. Only Krishna I will depend on. No one else. I take fully shelter of him and I know he will give me everything I need. If there's something else I think I need that I'm not getting, I don't need it. I must not need it, otherwise he'd be giving it to me. This is Shraddha, and this is Sharanagati. This is real Dharma, Sarva Dharma, Puritya No other Dharma but this. So Ramaharshan Sutta was not like that. He was a hypocrite. He may have been a good speaker, knowledgeable, charismatic, disciple of Vyas, had everything going for him. But he could not recognize Balaram when he came. So Balaram dealt with him appropriately, slayed him. Balaram said, I came for this reason, to kill these kind of people. What are these kind of people? Very dangerous people. He's sitting on his seat as a guru to give spiritual instruction on the scripture. Now, he had not come yet. He was speaking on Puranas, this Purana, that Purana, so on and so forth. But he had not yet come to Bhagavad Purana, Srimad Bhagavatam. But Baladev knew this has to come. They have to come ultimately to speak about Srimad Bhagavatam, otherwise the whole assembly will be useless. This assembly will extend for a thousand years, Krishna will be gone. And what, will, what, 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 what then will protect Dharma? That is Srimad Bhagavatam. So I must put a qualified person on the seat to speak Srimad Bhagavatam. This is Balram. He's Akanda Guru Tattva. He's the Guru of Krishna. Here he's representing the whole principle of Guru. You have to have a, have a Guru along with a book. You have to have the book Bhagavat and the person Bhagavat. The person Bhagavat will explain the book Bhagavat. From that person we can understand Srimad Bhagavatam properly. Not from a professional not from a hypocrite. Says one thing, does something else. No. So Balaram wanted to see a qualified person would be established there. This way he's Dauji. He's protecting Krishna. Krishna Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the heart of Krishna. He's protecting the heart of Krishna, which is going to Radha in the Brajlila. Balaram is involved. He's protecting the very heart of Krishna to see that it's in good hands. Good hands of the Guru Parampara, proper Guru Parampara, a Siddha Pranali, a Pranali of really qualified people. We should get Simad Bhagavatam from them. So who did he put in charge? The sages said, oh, you've killed uh, Ramaharshan. Not good. <laughs> and why not good? Because we gave him a benediction to live for a thousand years and we're religious. What we say that should come true. So you have to protect what we say. At the same time, you can do whatever you like. <laughs> You're not bound by any of these rules. But what will people say? 
and you came to establish Dharma, so in, in light of that, you have to, you have to do something. Prabhupada said, well, do you want me to bring him back to life? No, 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 you don't do that. <laughs> and he killed him with what? A blade of kusagras. Approached him with a blade of kusagras. It's quite sharp, actually, if you've seen him. Cut his throat. Finished. Ramaharsha. So the sages, they knew, this is Balram. So he can do the impossible. No, what you've done, that cannot be changed. Whatever you do, that is perfect. But whatever we say, that has to come true also. So you have, you have to resolve it. Keep him dead, but keep our, our benediction intact. Benediction was that he would live for a thousand years to preside over the sacrifices there and the discussions. So Balaram, of course, very expert. He said, yes, I can do it. I can keep your benediction intact and I can keep him dead. How is that? He quoted from Scripture. It is said that the Son, the Father, is born again as the Son. So amongst you is the Son. He is an initiated disciple of Ramaharsha. And he's the Son. I will put him on the seat. And because the, the Father lives again as the Son, then your benediction can be transferred to him, and this way it will be kept intact. The sages were very satisfied. And he said, now you please tell me what I can do to atone for killing this fellow, this quasi-Brahman. You see, this is very nice. Even when something is very wrong, uh, the situation is resolved in a very um, thoughtful way, in a very sensitive way. Not charging in with the boots on, kill him. and was, you know, Yes, I killed him, but actually killing is not good. He doesn't just say, Balaram can kill, it's okay. He can do anything. I'm devotee, I can do. No. Not like that. Balaram is asking, so, that's still I want to atone. What can I do? Yes, you should atone for that because we are teaching the people. And by your example, you're teaching the people. So they said, there is this one fellow who keeps coming and disturbing our place of sacrifice. Balabala. A real jerk. <laughs> he comes and does all, defiles the place of sacrifice. So if you kill him, that's a good thing. Such a person like that. Dispense with him. So this was the atonement. So, of course, Balaram went on to do that. So he came to South India to deal with these two last demons and continue to teach the principles of religion himself, personally. But the killing of Ramaharshan that is so important to us. But more important than that killing is what? positive step that he did, who he put on that seat. That's Uddha Goswami. Ugashraba, I think his name was. Yes, he's the son of Ramahashan. He's his disciple. But what did he do? He sat on the seat. And after all this, the sages of Naimisharanya, headed by Shonaka, they asked him some questions. And this question they asked that I've already cited who will protect Dharma when Krishna is gone? And Krishna Svadhamo Bhagate Dharma Ganani Bisaha. Kolo Nashta Bishanesha Purana Kudinurita. This Purana will give will be like a light arka, like a like a ray of light in the darkness of Kali Yuga. Krishna Svadhamo Ganani Dharma. Krishna is gone with knowledge and religion, but it will be preserved in Srimad Bhagavatam. He told them that, and naturally they said, then you please speak on Srimad Bhagavatam. And what did he say? How did Sutta Goswami begin to speak Srimad Bhagavatam? Yam prabrajantam manupeta peta krityam dvipayana viraha katra ajuhava putretitan mayataya taravo vinedus what did he say? Yam prabrajantam anupetya apetakrityam. He says, I offer my pranam, my obeisances, completely and fully. Tam sarvabhutam hridayam munim anatosmi. To that muni, Sukadev, Sukarishi, 
my guru, my shiksha guru, who is the most important guru, as Siddharth liked to say, who helps you the most. This is shiksha guru. He heard Sukadev, Sukamuni, speak Simad Bhagavatam. He was in the assembly when Parikit Maharaj, the emperor, approached Sukadev and asked so many questions of him. Sudhu Goswami was there. He heard the nectar a discussion of Srimad Bhagavatam of Sukadev Goswami. And it went into his heart. Balaram knew, oh, this person is so qualified. He could understand his qualification. He put this person in charge. His turn came now to speak Srimad Bhagavatam. What is the first thing he does? He showed respect to his guru. This is Guru Parampara. Ramaharshan had no respect. He was sitting above people he should not have been sitting above. They were so respectful themselves that they honored him. And when Baladev came, he could not honor even Baladev. No. He had no qualification to speak on Srimad Bhagavatam. And Sutta Goswami had such qualification. He says, Yam Prabhrajantam Anupeta Petakrityam. I offer my obeisances to Sukadev, who can enter the heart of all living beings. What is his position? Yam Prabhrajantam. Prabhrajantam means he went away. He became renounced. He left the world. Anapetya, apetakrityam. Without undergoing any kind of reformatory process, sanskar, this kind of person, without any care for all these things that people give so much attention to, he had to embrace the essence of the whole thing. You have to undergo this sanskar, that one. He just went into the forest in search of God. No rules could tie him. Hold it. You had to get initiated and all these things. Not, not even that. Yam prabhajantam anupeta peta krityam katara ajuhava And Vyasa is depicted here by Sutta Goswami in this verse, in this pranam to his guru. As he sometimes is, as a householder. He had muraha, feelings of separation from his son. He had run into the forest. Oh, my son, please come back. Therefore, it is mentioned, Naham me. Sukho beti, vyaso beti, na beti ba. Shiva says, I know the meaning of Bhagavatam. Sukamuni knows the meaning of Bhagavatam. Vyasa, he might know, he might not know. Although he wrote it down, compiled it, means because at least apparently, externally, it could be said, Vyasa had some attachment. And who has any attachment to material world? What can they understand of Srimad Bhagavatam? Only the proportion that we give up our attachment can we enter into the life of Srimad Bhagavatam. That is a qualification. When the ladies came in Bhagavatam, it is mentioned, to bathe, they walked past Sukadev, who was naked, and just a boy. They did not cover themselves. When they walked past Vyas, they covered themselves. They thought, he's a householder, he makes distinctions. Household life is making distinction. This is my wife, this is my husband, my son. Such distinctions, they're getting in the way of family life, real family life, the world family, world community. Of course, we ask, we don't think that we, 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 this is Leela. He's teaching this. So Sutta Goswami offers his pranam to his guru and he says, Dvaipayanu biraha. Dvaipayanu means vyas. Biraha. For his son, he felt some separation. He cried out, Oh, my son, come back. But what did he hear? Only the trees echoed in response. <laughs> He's gone. That boy is gone. Come back. We did not do the haircutting ceremony and all these things. If you want to be religious, that's fine. But, I mean, not a fanatic. <laughs> you just run off into the woods like this. Nothing could bring him back. Nothing could tie him. Of course, later Vyas devised a means to capture him. To send a woodcutter into the woods, into the forest, singing poetry of Srimad Bhagavatam. In other words, 
So Gurudev was completely renounced. He wanted God and only God. He went to find him. But of course, Piyas knew something. He may have looked like a householder, but he knew something very special. He knew about Srimad Bhagavatam. He knew about the life of Krishna, the Leela of Krishna. So he sent some nice verses with wood, wood, woodcutter in the forest. He said, wherever you go cutting wood, sing these songs. Beautiful poetry about Krishna. And Sukadev heard it. He said, why well, haven't heard anything like that? That is not any poetry of this world. What is that sound? I've become silent. Go to the forest. I will hear nothing from the world. Speak nothing from the world. That sound is another thing altogether. It's a different creation, Simad Bhagavatam. Vishwana Chakravartitaka said, He's like a Vaikuntha planet in the world. Simad Bhagavatam. When he heard that poetry, Oh, that kind of poetry. He went to hear it and it eventually came from his own mouth as well. And Sutta Swami heard that. This way he began. I offer my pranams to my guru. Yaswanu bhava akila shuti sarumekam, he said. Yaswanu bhava. My guru Dev had a experience. He spoke from his anubhav. Swanubhav. Shuti sarumekam. This essence of shruti. It is Purana. How can it be shruti? It is not. It is the cream, he says. Shruti sarumekam. It is the cream, the essence of the shruti. All the shruti is discussed in terms of its harmonious meaning. In what? Vedanta Sutra. The Brahma Sutras of Vyas. And what is Srimad Bhagavatam? Commentary on Brahma Sutras. Vedanta Sutra. It is mentioned in Garuda Purana. Shruti Sarumekam. Yes, Bhava. This essence of the Shruti. From your own Svaunubhav, your own Anubhav, your own experience. You, he had experience of that. He was not a, just a new many verses that he had memorized. No. How can we understand Srimad Bhagavatam? He said, Ahambed me. So Shiva said, I know. Sukhobeti. Sukha knows. He has gone there. He has gone. I have gone. Vyas may have gone, may not, I'm not sure. But, one thing's for sure. Bhaktya Bhagavata Grayam Nabudaya Chatikaya. If you want to understand, if you want to understand Srimad Bhagavatam, how will you do that? Not by memorizing shlokas, budaya. Not by having a big intelligence. Not by just writing a, a fancy commentary. Or studying so many commentaries. No, like by bhakti, by devotion, by giving yourself. You can read so many tikas and understand with your intelligence so much about Srimad Bhagavatam, but if you don't ever give yourself, this is what it's about. It's not just a, it's not a, really a book. It's the life of Krishna. What is that life of? It's the heart of Krishna. What is that about? Complete giving. By bhakti, by bhakti you can understand. Only by bhakti. You have to do devotional service, not just read about devotional service. Not just memorize what devotional service is and speak it. This is Dharma Dhaj only. Waving the flag of religion. This is a hypocrite. Speaking so many things, very sound, very sweet. So many people are coming. Puri March once told me, I met a fellow, he could, no one could speak on Preeti Sandarbha like him. Preeti Sandarbha is the love Sandarbha of Jiva Goswami about Srimad Bhagavatam. But after speaking then, he was chasing up to some lady. What does he understand about Preeti? <laughs> no. Not like that. This, this is, sheds light on transcendence. Adhyatma Deepam. This Bhagavatam. Shuti Sarumekam. Essence of all the Shuti. It sheds light on transcendence, adhyatma. Adhyatma deepam, atititeshatam, tamondham. 
It sheds light, tamo, nudo. Vande si Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito. Gorodai Pushpabanto Chitro Sando Tamo Nudo. They are about this, what Sibad Bhagavatam is about. Therefore, they have advised take shelter of two Bhagavatams, book Bhagavatam, person Bhagavatam. Then, Sando Tamo Nudo. Sando, you'll get everything. And Tamo Nudo. That which is not worth getting, that will be retired. Atitishitam tamondham sangsadinam kurunayaha puranaguyam. This is my guru, he said, who I heard Sumat Bhagavatam from. And that has moved me. That has changed my heart. What was his position? All these things. And sangsadinam, for those people who are sangsadis, who are living in the world of sangsar. For them, karunayaha. For them, he had feeling, compassion. Out of compassion from, for samsarinams. These kind of people who make these kind of distinctions, friends and enemies, to help them. Karunayaha. Out of, out of compassion. Not out of need of money or prestige or honor. I'm sitting here and I've got all these big rishis sitting beneath me. Just see my position. I can remember so many verses. I'm the disciple of Vyas. He gets nothing from this and cheats the people. Himself he cheats and cheats the people. Balaram's a killer of that. Finished. Retired. Put a qualified man on the seat. Man or woman makes no difference. Put a qualified person on the seat. And this is the kind of qualified person. Sutu Goswami is speaking about what are the qualifications. First of all, his own qualification. He offers his pranam to his guru. I got this from my guru. And who is my guru? What is his position? And, and out of karuna, out of compassion, not out of any need for anything. He didn't need a bunch of followers. He didn't need money, prestige. No. He could live in the forest. Sugadev. But... I'd have compassion for other people. Purana Guhyam. The secret of this Purana. He gave them. I came in the midst, in the midst of that assembly. I heard this from him. I will repeat exactly as I heard from him. Without changing anything. <laughs> hmm? That is the secret. How to speak without changing anything, but say so many things that have never been said before. To keep the essence intact, but to, to speak about it. This was Sukha's uh, example. And, 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 this name Sukha also means parrot. It says that the parrot nibbles on the fruit, the mango, and it becomes ripe. It makes it ripen, hastens it to, to becoming ripe. Hastens its ripening. means makes it sweeter. So when Sukadev spoke, Sukadev heard it from Vyas. Vyas heard it from Narada. Narada heard it from Brahma. And Sutta Goswami heard it from Sukadev. And each time more is coming out, more is coming out. It's a living thing. They could speak about it because they had heard it properly. Prabhupada used to say, who would listen nicely can speak nicely. Who is a real Vaishnav? Who shows regard to higher Vaishnavs? not just who collects new people and gets regard from them, but who can show regard to higher Vaishnavas. This is the real standard. Sutta Goswami was like that. See what regard he showed for his guru. These are the first things that came out of his mouth. Opening of the second chapter, he begins to speak. Such beautiful praise of his Gurudev, his Shiksha Guru, his Bhagavad Guru. And then he spoke. While they put this person on the seat, this kind of qualified person, this is Dauji, protecting Krishna in the form of Simon Bhagavatam, <coughs> preserving that for Kali Yuga, that it might be understood properly by keeping the Guru Parampara intact. This way we have to hear Simon Bhagavatam from a proper, uh, from a proper Guru who has no material purpose 
or ambition for speaking about that. Nadanam, nadanam, nasundarim, kovitamba. Means not that he's just trying not to pursue prestige, although he likes it, but he actually doesn't like it. He doesn't like to be, he actually doesn't like, has no taste for being praised. Mahaprabhu said, Nadanam, Nadjanam, Nasundaram. We like that. We may understand philosophically, hmm, that's not so good. So I'll calculate a way to get to avoid it and say, no, you're better, Prabhu. But still, we have an appetite for hearing ourselves praised. No, this is Ruchi. Mahaprabhu said, now I want to pray for pure bhakti. This is mean pure bhakti. Nadanam, Nadjanam. Ramaharshan had so many things in his heart, so many things he wanted to have his horn blown, trumpeted, praised. Balaram cut quick, cut to the, what do you say? Chase, he cut with goose grass, finished. In this way, in a powerful way, making a powerful statement, Balaram came south. He preserved the, 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 the ceremony that Sudha Goswami could give Srimad Bhagavatam. At Nainisharanya. What does it mean? That place where the bent rim lands. Where the rim lands and it becomes bent. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur has given a tika on this. He has explained. That place where the rim is bent. That means... That place, that setting, in which the intelligence is given a good bashing. Where the rim is bent. The upper rim of material existence is intellect. So we cannot go to the spiritual world by intellect. Na buddhaya, chatikaya. Not by these things, no. He says, so that place where the rim is bent, that is the place for hearing, that is suitable for hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. So we need someone that will bend our rim, something like that. <laughs> Crash into our rim. We're protruding around with our intellect. <laughs> trying to search things out understand things we'll give that a good bashing uh, to bend our rim it means to damage us uh, our, our ego and our sense of how we go about knowing to put us in place hmm? you bent my rim yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> something like that he said this means this is, this is how to hear Simon Bhagavatam in 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 a naimisharanya, in that kind of setting, with knowing that my by my intellect I cannot go, and it's we have to use our intellect to hear Simad Bhagavatam, to study Simad Bhagavatam, and know at the same time, this is not intellectual exercise. I am using my intellect. Don't be deceived by it, and be used by it. And nimisharanya means blinking. Right. Blinking forest. It is said that uh, that there was uh, some that in that place, it mentioned by a point of the demons were quit, were defeated in the blink of an eye. So it was given a name, Blink Forest, something like that. But in relation to Simad Bhagavatam, which would ultimately be spoken there, that it would prove to be a, 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 an appropriate setting. It means. Sit and hear Simad Bhagavatam without blinking means paying full attention. Nasta Prayeshu Badreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. Paying full attention. That is how Sukadev heard Simad Bhagavatam. Sukho Goswami was there. He didn't miss a thing. Not a thing. He didn't even blink. You hear with your ears, but you also look and follow the lips. If you blink, you might hear it still but you might not. It means you should hear and follow the lips as well. Hmm? Hear that speaker and observe that speaker also fully without blinking. With such attention, then we can get full benefit from Srimad Bhagavatam. So, Baladev Prabhu, in this way he has preserved the idea of how to hear Srimad Bhagavatam. So important to us. We offer our pranam to Baldev in this regard. We think now we will follow in his footsteps. Brajendra Nandana Jai Satisita Hoilas Hey Balaram Hoilani Tai. 
And Balaram has come as Nityananda Prabhu. Bhagavatam, what is Bhagavatam? If we listen very carefully to Srimad Bhagavatam, what do we hear? If we pay full attention to Srimad Bhagavatam and use our full intelligence in Srimad Bhagavatam, what will we hear? Who can say? What verse will we hear? If we give our full intelligence to Srimad Bhagavatam, Krishna Varnam Tisa Krishnam Sangopangashta Parshadam and it is coming in the eleventh canto. What, was it, what does it mean? We think, well, it must be in the tenth canto. That's all about Krishna Leela. That's the most important part, the tenth canto. I should give all attention there. Yes, yes. This verse is coming in the eleventh canto. This eleventh canto is the afterthought of Srimad Bhagavatam. It is said to be the intelligence of Srimad Bhagavatam. The face, the face, tenth canto is like the face of Krishna. Eleventh canto is like the intelligence. So Bhagavatam says, intelligent people who want to understand what just happened, what just, what Sukhamuni just said in, what, ninety chapters of, of the tenth canto, that nectar of the leela of Krishna, Ram and Krishna, that thing. Intelligent people who want to understand that. Bhagavatam says, oh, they will perform Sankirtan and they will worship Gauranga Mahaprabhu. This is a hidden truth of Srimad Bhagavatam. Balaram preserved that lineage in such a way to make sure this kind of understanding could come from Srimad Bhagavatam. That is Gauri Vaishnava understanding of Srimad Bhagavatam. Given by Gaur and Nityananda Prabhu. What is Nityananda Prabhu doing in the Gaur Leela? What is he doing? He's giving the name to those that don't want it. Yes, he's worshipping Gauranga. Baja Gauranga, Kaha Gauranga, Laha Gauranga Naomi. E Jana Gauranga Baja Seyamar Pranre. If you worship Gauranga, if you chant the name of Gauranga, if you follow Gauranga, I'm purchased by you. Nityananda Prabhu said, Balaram said, I'm purchased by you. And if you're purchased by Balaram, then all this pride, dhamba, dharma, dhvaja, all this hypocrisy, that will go away. Then you can understand Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the way he said, worship Gauranga, do Namsan Kirtan. This is the message of Srimad Bhagavatam. So without blinking, hmm, hearing from Guru Parampara, hearing and looking at a beautiful Bhagavat speaker, this will give us Everything we need in Kali Yuga. Srimad Bhagavat ki jai. Sri Balaram ji ki jai. Sri Krishna ki jai. Gorunga Mahaprabhu ki jai. Nitananda Prabhu ki jai. Gaudiya Vaishnava Guru Parampara ki jai. Esi Bhakti Vidanta Sami Prabhupada ki jai. Bhakti Rakshak Siddharib Goswami Maharaj ki jai. Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasri Thakur Prabhupada ki jai. Sri Bhakti Vinod Puribhara ki jai. Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanande. Haribo.